when you look at life, it's like every person has their time. You do what you can, and you make as big an impact as you can while you're around. You know, and that's all you can do. You know, that's like me. I try to make the biggest impact I can. Be like Nikola Tesla. You know, try to see a different way of things, thinking of things. Like Nikola Tesla, he imagines the world in a completely different way. He let his mind just drift and drift and drift until he, like, saw things from every point of view and came up with what he thought was a great idea. You know, and that guy died a pauper. Died a pauper. All his ideas stolen by the United States Army, the military, and government. You know, genius is rarely recognized in their time. And I realize that. You know, but genius, genius comes in so many different ways and means. You know, some people have great ideas for one thing. Some people have great ideas for another. And each has their time to make the world an amazing place. Like Tesla created our entire modern world. Like, just be frank about it. But it was always twisted by those who controlled. He wanted to create clean, free energy. He wanted to make these things to make the world amazing. But they weren't used in those wet manners. Right? He was a man of his time, and those were the times. You know, as much as he tried, he was going to change those times. Because, you know, you couldn't. You know, humanity was even more backwards back then than they are today. Backwards meaning, you know, completely self-centered and racist and sexist. And, you, know, you go on and on. You're not using logic and reason to carry about their daily lives. Look how much better the world is with logic and reason. You know, as, as many problems as we have, you know, technology solves a lot of them. And like I said, everything is a double-edged sword. It's like being good, used for good or used for bad. You know, and that's just like... You know, everything Tesla made was used to you know, implement the rule and ownership of the few over the many, you know, in the end. And really, you need to take the power back. You need to use technology as what it was intended to do, to free us. Technology frees humanity, people. That's just, just how it should be. You know, when you, you start getting replaced by robots and AI, you'd be like, okay... Well, now that I'm being replaced, how is, you know, me being replaced helping everyone's society and therefore helping me? And that's what technology can do. But right now, technology is not on that path. It hasn't been for a long time. And people say, hey, point at technology. Oh, technology is the problem. No. People who abused it and used it in all the wrong ways, they're the problem. Technology is supposed to free us. And it can, but they won't let it. You know, they'll demonize it. Hey, everything's a double-edged sword. Everything can be done for good or bad. And those who wish to control everyone, they just use it for their own purposes, which in my opinion, and I would think in the majority of Americans in the world's opinion, is bad. You know, I network humanity. That You know, I... You know, get people to think of things 
just think of things a little differently. That's all I do. You know, coming to the middle ground, balance. How is that just such you know, a foreign thing with people? I don't get it. It seems to me like that should be the standard in my mind. Like, why aren't people there yet? I'll never understand it. But I think people are closer today. You know, most people are pretty logically thinking, deductive reasoning-minded people. You know, especially the youth of today. Use that ability, people, to build a world which is completely different than what those who have built for you today have done. You, know, you can make this world amazing, people. I have no doubt about it. No doubt. But you have to take the power back. You know, starting with the youth, starting with the women. You know, working way your, your way out there. You need to do it, not me. I'm just, I'm just a guy pointing down another path. I'm just someone chopping down trees, right? Stacking wood. And we can get through this path together, people. But you need to network a new way. You need to believe in a, in a better day. You know, I know it's hard to believe in you know, just one crazy person's ideas. But hey, it's possible. You know, look, look how much you believe in all the crazy person's ideas they're in charge today. You know, how, how is it such a far leap to go from believing in all that rhetoric and it's ruling everything that's just completely fucking up the world to going to believing in someone else's rhetoric and how they want to change the world and possibly fix it. You know, I think I can fix it, but you, know, you just got to do all the steps. You know, let's redact these laws back to 1980 and start over. You do that, then, you know, that just, you know, cuts the slate clean because now, now you don't have to fight about every single thing for the next 50 years in court. Right? You try to change things, it's just like, oh, endless court battles for our forever and ever and ever. No, just one thing. We're, we're going back to 1980. I don't know, maybe 1984. I'm not quite sure. You really have to look at the laws and what they started to implement back then, you know, to get an exact date. But yeah, lobbyists, bad. Destroying the voice of America, the press, bad. Trickled on economics through money, bad. The religion taking over everything, bad. You know, theocracy is not the American way, people. Just look it up. Bad. You know, the idea that we're just going to like pull each other apart and not do anything to help each other, you know, lift each other's bootstraps up, man, that's just bad altogether. You want to make America great, you know, let's start lifting barns together, right? That's what they used to do, right? You know, instead of lifting barns, we could build thousands of tents. And we could just, just as easily, you know, put pe two people to a room. Or have people live in your garage or live in an RV or live in your backyard or live in your spare land or live in your extra mansion. I mean, there's endless places people can go and live to demand change in this world if everyone decided 
they're willing to live with a lot less. And we can work this out together. The haves and the have-nots. You know, even the haves are sick and tired of this shit. Yeah, I can guarantee you that. Some of them. You know, when the have-nots start demanding change, well, the haves that are sick and tired of it need to stand up and help change happen. You know, we're in this together, people. It ain't just, you know, them doing all the work. You know, it's everyone. Us, the people, everyone. You know, from the the middle, the bottom, you know, and the those kind of near the top, they're sick and tired of their shit too. Heck, there might be a couple on the top who are sick and tired of shit. I wouldn't be surprised if one just wants to tear up the angel's crown and put it into like a, you know, some kind of art piece. You know, let's let's smash that thing. Yeah. You know, just pick one thing. You know, the crown of England. Smash. Make it into some modern art. That's what I'm talking about. You know, symbology is everything, people. You know, just like everyone walking around in a green jumpsuit. Well, turn the crown into a piece of art. You can watch the world change. You know, now no longer, now no, everyone's not looking up to the top to command them to live their lives. You know what I'm saying? That's a big difference. You know, especially when those on the top are supporting it. You know what I'm saying? Those on the top start supporting it, well then, hey. You know, then what goes on? Then what's going to happen? I mean, anything could happen. We could actually change things. You wouldn't that be amazing? If you're going to just be mind controlled by the establishment, the status quo, you know, having that little like brain latch on your head that you have to listen to all the rhetoric of money and power and religion and law and all their crap or jibber-jabber. You know, that's how you live your life. Man, they don't care about you. You're not the 1%. You know, they rule. They have money for the sake of ruling and controlling humanity's fate. They wield their power through money, though. And all they gotta do is roll more money down Dead Mountain towards war and you know, look at us divide. You know, worldwide. Because if you do it here, it reflects around the world and poof, now you have an excuse to be even more violent. Right? It's like an echo. Like violence, violence, violence. Hey, they said violence. Oh, more violence then. Violence, violence, violence. You know, it echoes. Comes back. Oh, they said violence. Oh, we should, ha- we should do more violence. Violence, 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 right? That's what goes on. That's what happens when you have the rhetoric of endless, endless military posturing, especially with nuclear bombs. Mutually assured destruction? Yeah. More like mutually assured domination of the world. That's what that is. Mutually assured domination. Now you want to change that MAD thing? Mutually assured domination. Because that's what they're doing with it. That's what mutually assured destruction creates. You know, them being able to push the rhetoric of war endlessly. You wouldn't have a rhetoric of having all these arms after World War II. It wasn't for the possibility of nuclear destruction. Fact. But that didn't happen. What happened? Instead of sieging Japan for five years or ten years, probably even less than that, you know, just 
two big old arm pumps at the end of the war. You know, I gotta call it for what it is. You know, it's not us who did it. You know, it's those in power, right? Not not point fingers at the American public and people, an American general, but it's those in power who decided it. You know, they're the ones who created all these problems in the first place. You're like Adolf Hitler. Everyone wants to complain about Adolf Hitler, but it's like, well, the Treaty of Versailles, Versailles, right? Right at the end of World War One, you're pretty much just guaranteed someone like him would have risen at some point. Like, oh, let's make Germany completely indebted to World War One. Okay, well, now here comes World War Two. You know, it's almost like it was planned, in my opinion. What'd you think was going to happen? You know, maybe they're just, like, stupid and naive. I don't know. But it's either that or they meant to do that. You know, who buys all these weapons, right? Who do we sell all the weapons to? The one percenters all around the world. The money flows around and the weapons flow around. and You know, that's how they dominate. Mutually assured domination. You keep pushing war and then you can dominate your own people. That's what goes on. You know, they don't want the people rising up together to make real change. Because guess what? The people rising up together, working together, helping each other out, you know, sincerely you know, wanting the world to be a better place and listening to the youth, listening to the, the women, listening to someone who's you know, not your race that controls your region of the world, like here in America, the white culture. You know, you're much more better off. You know, look how much our culture's changed because of People who aren't white taking part. You wouldn't even have America as it is today without all these cultures that have come here and you know, made America amazing. You know, but they just want to discount that. Like, nope, we don't like that. And quite frankly, a lot of you know, extremists would be like, well, we don't like this modern American culture. Right? Now, who likes modern American culture in America? Most people love it. Like, I love being able to go online and, you know, Watch anime or, or sci-fi or horror. You know, what's going on in the social medias and you know, just all these amazing things people do, right? At the same time, you know, the American culture is you know, held in contempt by those who control it. Now, who owns the media, right? The money. Who owns the money? You see, they, they push these ideas out that you need to live like this, and this is success. While the American culture is amazing, at the same time, it's a double-edged sword. It's also completely fucked up. And it push, it's being pushed all around the world. No wonder everyone doesn't like the American culture. Because it's a culture of violence. It's a culture of oppression. You know, how do I know? I mean, you can see it in America. Most Americans can see it in their daily lives. You know, if you're not white. If you're not privileged, if you're not rich, if you're not of a particular religion, right? You know, probably more than 50% of America, you know, agrees with me. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's more than that because, you know, women alone are half of the Americans in this country. You know, people have the right to think and feel and be who they want. And we can make a better way to do it. We can network our way out of this, people. We can go low-tech and high-tech at the same time. So everyone's always like this one-direction, winner-take-all kind of mentality. It's like, no, it's about being able to flow with both sides. 
know, picking a middle ground that, you know, is beneficial for both. You know, there's a big difference between winner take all and bending to the, the, the times that you need to bend to in order to make things happen. You know, everything's in balance, people. Everything's a double-edged sword. For everything that's being used by those who control everything to make our lives miserable and control us, those exact same things can be used to free us and make our lives amazing. Like robots and AI. Control system. We have it in our power. The freedom system. Freedom from work. Freedom from having to deal with the, the drudgery of life. You know, being able to network society. I mean, the list goes on and on. The things that, you know, the kind of stuff that you can use for two purposes. Like drones, you know, watching everything you do one day. Versus drones, delivering your groceries. You know, and only you have that data. Right? Versus the system. Owning all your data. You know, which world do you want to live in? We have two paths, people. Two paths. And most people don't even realize there's a second path. Heck, most people don't even realize the path they're freaking on. The path of destruction we're going down. Because they listen to the rhetoric online. Blah, blah, media. Blah, blah, media of extremism to the left and right. Yeah, that shit needs to be fixed right there. When something's be called fake news, that needs to be fixed. Because you know what you call fake news? You call it a lie. When you call it a lie, they have to defend themselves to prove whether or not it's a lie or truth. Stop using the word fake news because fake news is just you know, one of those things that distorts reality. When you make it black and white, and then you have to defend it. Because fake news becomes a fake vote and a fake election result. You know, that's, that's the rhetoric that goes on when you start doing things like that. Like, fake news is like a common term in our terminology nowadays. Is it not? You used to never even exist before Trump existed as president. Now, it's a common terminology to say fake news. Well, what's the truth now? You know, now you can really divide people when people don't even know what the truth is. And that shit needs to be fixed ASAP. ASAP. You know, will the people. That's how you know. You know, discussion between the left and the right coming in the middle. You know, ensuring each side, you know, gets their point across with the, uh, the time of which should be given is, of the message, is the amount of which the right and consensus of the people and facts that scientists and people who know what they're talking about come up with. For example, global climate change. We like to believe it's a 50-50% discussion. It's not. You know, 97% of scientists say global climate change is real. One, global climate change is caused by man. Two, and global climate change is going to fuck up our entire society. Three, if you don't do a goddamn thing about it. So, before we fuck up society completely and destroy your way of life and create endless amounts of pressure on your life, you know, maybe we should do something about it. Maybe we should err on the side of caution. And all the news media can just report 90% of the time that global climate change is real and we should do something, and 3% of the time that it's not real and we shouldn't do a goddamn thing. Right? That's what needs to happen. That's a fundamental shift in the way the media should work. But it's not like that now. You just have one or two news media just going on and on and on to the entire American public. You know, let's just, let's just call out for what it is. You know, Fox News and all the, the ones like them. 
You know, just making one side of America like become extremist. To not believe global climate change is real. Hey, guess what? Those on the right. You know, this is not a political system. Not a political, you know, position that you should be taking. There's nothing to do with politics, with global climate change. I love the environment. You know why? I like to go hunting. I like to go fishing. I like to go snow machining. I like to go out and, you know, do some ATV and and enjoy, enjoy the wilderness, right? Don't you like doing those things? Don't you like hunting? Don't you like fishing? Don't you like the environment that provides all your freaking goods? I mean, we get literally everything we need in society. The food on your plate, the, the gas in your car, you know, the, all the items you have. Because the environment. And you're just willing to let it go to heck. That, that's not even a political issue. But they make it into a political issue. And remember, who made it into a political issue? Right? Who, who are the holdouts? You know, the right. Conservatism. You know, for your 60% or more on the right, you know, you need to, like, jump off their bandwagon. Because they're freaking radicals. You know, stop letting this, you know, small percentages lead you down this path of dividing and destroying America. When you need to jump off that bandwagon and come to middle ground. And I'm pro-gun, guys. I'm pro-gun. So, you know, let's come to middle ground. Small government? Sure. It's called balance. It's called middle ground. All day long. Small government. Efficient and functional, but small, yes. I'm telling you people, there's a new way and there's a new day. You know, we can make it happen. Does anyone else have a better plan? I gotta ask you that. My plan is holistic. My plan demands change because my plan, all you gotta do is change yourself. If enough people did it, then hey, welcome to a better day. But you gotta be willing to just take that leap and change your whole life, right? That's all I'm asking. I'm only asking the impossible, right? You know, they're always saying, like, you've got to mobilize like it's World War II or the Great Depression. Well, there you go. How do you think that feels? It's not going to be easy. Not at all. And quite frankly, even though it's going to be hard, it's going to be far, far easier than your great-grandparents had it. That's for damn sure. So I don't know what you're complaining about. Suck it up. Suck it up. You know, you'll get some grit. Live a little. Because guess what? If you don't do it now, you know, it's going to be forced upon you at some point. Guarantee. Ah, guarantee with probably a 99.999% accuracy that you are going to have to deal with all the bullshit and the fallout of all their mistakes and not doing a goddamn thing. Because next is the rhetoric of Oh, it's too late now. We can't do anything. You know, that'll be next. You know, like when the polar ice caps melt. Once the polar ice caps melt, people, methane starts coming out. That's it. It's over. Game over. There, there can be your gauge right there. You know, the polar ice caps and methane, you know, the tundras coming apart, methane going out. You know, it's just an exponential effect. You can't stop it. It'll go on for, pff, you know, the whole next century. It'll just get worse and worse. And worse, there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, they're right. There isn't anything you can do about it. Can you do something about it now? Yeah, you can. You know, there's a silver bullet. And there's one idea out there that can change the world. You know, me. You know, I hate to toot my own horn, but, you know, who else is coming up with it? You know, I'm pretty confident in what I've got. You know, most people probably think I'm crazy, but you listen to it all. You put it together. You, you kind of make some graphs and some lines. And 
connect the dots and it's like, hey, yeah, this actually works. And you don't have to wait for them to do it. You don't have to play around in court forever. You make one law, redact all the laws back to 1980. You pass that law, boom, pff, there go all the rest. You know, let's, let's go through all this stuff and figure out what makes sense and what doesn't. You know, where, where is your bond? Transparency. That's where it's all at. Balance. Balance, people. And look at everything as a double-edged sword. It can be used for good. It can be used for bad. And right now, pretty much everything that they do is to collect more power for themselves. And in that process, it's always used for bad. Because it's never for any of the social good of humanity. It's always for the 1%. On and on and on. You know, in the 10, 20% below them that just buy into it. And guess what, you in the quote-unquote middle class, you know, life isn't so easy anymore, is it? You know, it takes a lot to get along. And it's only going to get worse as they replace you with the robots and AI under their command. It's only going to get worse when they open up more factories in countries that pay, play, that pay near slave labor and have lax environmental standards and dictatorships that are doing the wrong thing. You know, that's what goes on. You want to change the world? Stop dealing with countries that are doing the wrong thing, not on an economic scale. You know, you know, you do it based on you know how are they treating their people? Where's freedom and democracy? Right, that's the most important thing. Is the will of people heard and done, and followed? Yes. Well, then those are the countries you should be investing in. Those are the countries you should be traveling to, to help them out. You know what do you do? You just you invest in endless money in countries that stand opposed to American ideals. You don't get why they stand opposed to them, but you're standing opposed you know, to the 1%. Real American ideals, I feel like all countries should stand for. You're the ones I'm talking about, you know, freedom, liberty, and justice for all, you know? You know, America right now is a double-edged sword itself. And the rhetoric it pushes, pushes out of endless destruction and hate and threat of war, you know, bases around the world, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. To get a reflection of right back to them. Yeah, America does all the bad things. You know, it says it stands for this, that, and something else, but really, it doesn't show it. You're not the policies of the 1%. You know, you know all the politicians that are owned by them. You know, they're like the Skeksis. They just, they just can't get enough. No matter how much you give these people, no matter how much they get, they're never happy. It's like, how many more towers do you need? How many more golf courses do you need? How much more, many more billions do you need? You know, the whole reason the system's fucked is because those in power, they can't run it right because it's so skewed for just them. You know, and they support it. You know, I know some of them, you know, it's probably not their fault. You know, they think they're doing the right thing, and, you know, you know all I'm saying is an outdated system, man. That's it. It's an outdated system. We need change. We need change. You know, existential, full through, you know, the entire system. And that's part of it. And you can be a part of the change. You can use your money for good while it's still around, right? You can sponsor people to drop out. You can build the systems that need to be built. You can make sustainable you know, start making sustainable systems for society as a whole. But in the end, you know, all that money needs to go up in smoke. 
and be changed into something that actually means something. You know, like your time and your effort to help people out and, you know, yearly dividend of, you know, destruction on the environment. If you want to change, you know, fixing the environment, there it is. And when you buy something, you know what you're buying that thing does. You can compare it with the other things that you buy. And you can make an informed decision. Do I want the most good, best thing? Do I want the thing that helps the environment the most? Or could I just buy something used and it doesn't create any damage to the environment, right? You know, talking about encouraging reuse and longevity of goods. Yeah, there you go. You want to build sustainability into the system. There it is. Because when you buy things and use things used, well, you know, the initial purpose is the only time that you know, the environmental damage is done. Because you're the one that's got it on your top ten list and had it fulfilled. When it's passed on through the economy, hey, you know, that can be zero, if not near zero, depending on the circumstances. You know, it's just a different way of thinking, a different way of networking humanity from looking at things from a different perspective. This is why the money system needs to change, because it creates stability just within its system. It becomes a lubricant based on it's just networking humanity versus using money to control humanity and push it around and pull strings, right? It was just helps lubricate society. It's the networking medium, you know, with you know, cryptocurrency and AI. You know, this is why they distract you so much, people. This is why they kick the can around down the road and, you know, try to make you not care about the things that could change society and get you to focus on these hot topic issues that divide us. Because they don't want you to realize that you can have the will of people heard and followed. You can network, network, you can network your way out of this. And there's not a thing they can do to stop it. No, well, I suppose they could, but you know, they wouldn't have any very high moral ground to stand on. You know, they'll try to say, "Ooh, blah blah blah," you know, criminals and pedophiles and terrorism. Well, guess what? All that stuff goes on today, and that's all because of money that you guys create out of thin air. So, you're not doing a very good job either. You know, that's just the nature of money. But the money I'm talking about, yeah, you can't do that. You can't even use it for that purpose. It's actually a better system. You want to get rid of criminality and terrorism and you know, all the money behind it? Well, make money transparent. You know, what did I do in society? You know, here's a record. There's a cryptocurrency verification system. You know, now you can know. You know. There's not criminality behind the money. There's not doing the wrong thing behind the money. There's not endless environmental damage and wars behind the money. Right? There's not injustice behind the money. There's not caring about anyone behind the money. You know, that's the world we have today. You know, how, can we, how can what I'm suggesting be any worse? I can't. Now, they want to complain about cryptocurrency, but in the form it is today, it's basically an electronic fiat currency. Yeah, it's not a very good system. But as I'm saying you should use it, you know, it can become a very great system. You know, but it's not speculation. It's just about, you know, it's a, it's a coin verification that, you know, guarantees that, you know, the truth is true. And you can confirm it. You know, it's, it's a different way. 
But the only way you'll start making movement towards that is to depower the system and just helping each other out for free. Because in the, the world of tomorrow, you know, you give your time willingly. You take of society. And you're transparent. Like when you when you do stuff, you know, put it online, you know, make a record. You'll practice that in your daily lives, even though it doesn't exist yet, right? It's something that's gonna be coming out. You'll get a recording. You'll practice it in your daily lives to you'll put it down and be transparent, even though the system doesn't exist yet. One day it will. You know, potentially. You know, I'd like to hope. You know, I'm not I'm not a programmer guys, but you know, I can see how you should do it. You know, ask me if you got any questions. You know, but a lot of people probably you know get what I'm saying and hey, build that system. Make it nonprofit. Right? You want to get rid of money and the problems it has? Make it nonprofit. If you want to have your public good done, do a Kickstarter for it. You know, you want to build nuclear bombs? You know, hey, we're kickstarting, you know, refurbishing all these nuclear bombs. Who wants to give in? Come on, give from the nuclear bombs. Right? They're talking about that now. They're going to spend like a trillion dollars refurbishing the nuclear arsenal. It's like, okay. And in the future, you should be like, oh, let's kickstart this. You know, can I get a trillion dollars to fix a nuclear arsenal? Or, hmm, looks like that's not going to work out too good, huh? Probably not. Well, can I get a trillion dollars to, you know, save the planet? Well, heck yeah. We can do that one real quick. You know, that's where the, that's where the difference is. In the system we have today, those in power are just push the rhetoric and poof. You know, they spend trillion dollars fixing nuclear bombs versus a trillion dollars Fixing the environment. You know, what's more important to humanity? Those in power would say hypersonic missiles controlled by AI blowing off nuclear bombs in you know, countries around the world and pushing that rhetoric. You know, that's what they want. AI to control humanity. Press accept, just like a lab rat. You know, that's what they want you to do. And I tell you, don't do it. Don't you do it. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. You're going to have to, you know, you know, have to be a little cold and hungry, you know, sitting in your tent. But guess what? Guess what, people? Humanity's been doing that for thousands of years. Thousands and thousands of years. Even your grand, great-grandparents did it to a certain extent. You can do it too, young generation. You can't give someone grit. Someone has to live their life in a certain way that you know, they have to struggle to survive and make things happen. That's where grit comes from. You know, I've had to do that in my life. You know, I lived in my car and abode and, you know, storage unit, and you, you name it. You know, I've, I've had to live in a tent. You know, it sucks. You know, but I'm still here. Look at me. I'm still alive. I'm not dead. That was like decades ago. You know, I did that. You know, when I was in my teens and my 20s, here I am, not dead yet. I shouldn't be dead. You know, I almost got killed, you know, because of guns, because guns are done. Guns are dumb, but, you know, I'm still here. You know, you can do it too, next generation. You can decide to stand up for your rights. You can make change happen. But you have to stand up. You have to do it. You have to have the willpower within you to switch it from the money to solving all the problems in society and the world. You know, it's a big task. I know, I get it. I mean, I ask the impossible. But hey, 
I like to believe anything's possible. And you can replace your willpower from money to making change. And if, if that willpower and that feeling inside you, you know, spread throughout the land, well, heck, you watch change happen. You know, and it sucks that you have to work and not get anything from it, you know, for in the beginning. But, you know, hopefully the new system will emerge. You know, hopefully, you know, the words I say will catch on and someone will build it. You know, not for just themselves and all their friends and their money and the blah, blah, blah. You know, but for humanity. You know, and they should consult me because, you know, I have certain, you know, it works a certain way. You know, it's, it's kind of intricate in some ways. Like there's one thing I, I wrote down or said once. That I've only said once. But yeah, you can, you can build a better tomorrow or you can just... You know, keep doing the same thing you're doing today. You know, which is it? Which is it? There's a binary choice, people. AI in your hands or in their hands. You know, bombs ready to destroy you or a laser defense grid with nuclear power that cleans up the environment. You know, it's your choice. You want a mandate for the next president, well... Write all this shit down and then, here you go. You know, 50, 100 million Americans have signed this. This is your mandate. You know, this is the mandate we have. You're the next generation. And if you don't like it, well, we're going to get older and then we're going to start voting to make sure, you know, change happens. And if you want to make the world miserable, hey, we can tent, we're fine. We can be nomadic, we're fine. And that's what you got to learn to do, people. It's going to suck, I can guarantee you, but I've done it. Here I am. I'm still alive. You know, it was a rough time in my life, but, you know, I learned from it. It made me a stronger individual. You know, and that's what, you know, joining the army does or having hard things, you know, thrust upon your life does. Some people never have that opportunity. Their whole lives are just easy. And it's just some means of, you know, manipulating society to make themselves more money. You know, it's not about the money, people. It's about living your life. You know, and that's the difference between the world we have today and the world of tomorrow. But I mean, yeah, sure, there's money involved, but it ain't about the money. It's about living your life to make change happen, to make 2080 as best as 2080 we can make it. So it's like Star Trek. Hopefully, I think we could do it by even sooner than that. Please, people, you know, do it by, you know, 2040 or 2050. You know, especially with all the technology sitting under the sands of Area 51 and Duelist and S3 and all the other bases around the world. You know, it's not impossible. Like, it's a pretty high probability that those things are ours. But who knows, right? We'll never know until we really know. You don't know until you know, just like the F-117. Right? Stealth technology is like what? 50 years old? Can only imagine what they have now. Can only imagine. What you want to imagine? Well, just look at the news. You know all the reports. Yeah, those are probably ours, most likely. You know why can they do these amazing things? Because there's no humans in there, controlled by AIs and robots. You know, not impossible, people. Not impossible. You know that technology is on the horizon. What? Ten years at the most? Five years? Yeah. 
they develop like 100 years into the advanced future people. That's what the military does. So yeah, totally, could be ours. So th then when you realize that, you only gotta ask yourself, why aren't we using these things to have the modern world like we've been promised for the last you know, 30, 40, 50 years, right? They solve a lot of our problems. You know, and they can make the world from where it is today to like Star Trek and probably in like 20 or 30 years. I kid you not. I kid you not. I kid you not. You know, that's how advanced this, this technology is. There's reports that contrail going from the South Pole to the North Pole. You can't make a contrail go to the South Pole to the North Pole without it being a speed of over, I don't know what it was, like 10,000 miles an hour, 20,000 miles an hour. That's fast. That's like way beyond the technology we have today fast. Like way beyond. Like SR-71, peanuts compared to that. Peanuts. That's why we don't use it. You know, why would they get rid of technology like that? Because they've got something way better they're not telling us about. That's why. You know, they can do that. Because they're the government and they're endlessly funded. If you don't believe those things exist, hey, I get you. You're a binary person. Here's an idea. I'm asking you, what's the probability that it exists? What's the probability that it's ours? What's the probability that it belongs to aliens? Right? I'm not telling you to be an absolute yes or no. Like, I believe or I don't believe. No. This is an analog thing you got to do. What's the probability that that exists? I mean, there's been a lot of photos, people. A lot of photos. There's been a lot of eyewitnesses, people. A lot of eyewitnesses. When you get that much, you know, eyewitness accounts, then hey, you got to ask yourself, you know, what's the probability? You know, because in most trials in America, you know, when you're trying to decide something, you know, all it takes is an eyewitness to put someone away to jail. Now can we have hundreds if not thousands of eyewitnesses and yet we still don't believe that those things even exist like yeah you know or fraction of the light that's what they'll say or it was a weather balloon or you know just some ridiculous bullshit right and we have video of these things you know skimming over the surface of the planet at ridiculous speeds and doing ridiculous stuff and you know shapes that do not look like anything we have you know that's high technology it is like i said if they exist, well then, who owns them? Two possibilities. This is binary. Aliens or humans. Which humans? You know, the people with all the money who own the American government. You know, probably the people behind the Fed. Right? Who else could own them? And if they're ours, if it's humanities, then why aren't we using them? You know who came up with that technology? If it is man-made, humans, people, the people who work there, the workers, the guys that got paid fifty or eighty thousand a year, right? It wasn't the administration? It wasn't the, uh, the people with all the money? It wasn't the people who had all the paperwork? It was the people, and yet somehow those with all the money they own it all. They feel entitled to it, like oh, I've got the money, I put it in there. Yeah, it's mine. Yeah, you're delusional. You think it's yours. It's not really yours. It's the American people's. 
It's the people who invented it. All you people who invented that stuff, just bring your, your information, write it down, and you know, once the first start whistle start whistleblower starts going, you know, just start, you know, tuning in the wind, just like it's, you know, the seven dwarves with Snow White. Yeah, just one whistleblower after another. That's what you need. But no one wants to do it. They're all afraid of the money and the rhetoric of, you know, the disclosures they signed. Heck, next president, you know what you should do? Give them all pardons. Give them all pardons. There you go, guys. Now you can whistle blow all you want. I guarantee pardons for anyone who whistles blows against, you know, people holding up technology that can solve all these problems for their own personal use. You know, congratulations. Thank you for helping, you know, save the world. You know, whistle blow away all you want. Pardon, 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 pardon. You know, that's what should go on. You need to get someone in there who's going to be willing to do that and think like that. You know, and that's what needs to happen. You know, I know it's a, it's a really hard, hard call, but hey, who is that? I don't know. I can think of a few off the top of my head, but, you know, it's up to the American people to decide what they want to believe in more than anything. Now, I'm all about people power, the middle ground. You know, both sides. You know, I'm pro-gun and small government, right? I'm pro-women. You know, I'm pro-people thinking and feeling and doing what they want. And race shouldn't matter or sexual orientation shouldn't matter. You know, I'm on both sides. You know, I think I'm more of like a libertarian. It's like, you know, maybe you should be voting a libertarian in, into position. That's what I say. You know, who do they put up? Who knows? I would think it should be someone who wants real change. And they always put up some pundits, just like some established like political walk. And it's like, no, you need to put up someone who wants real change. Put up someone who's like, at least female and famous. Like everyone's like Oprah. Well, put up Oprah, right? You know, I'm not saying Oprah because I know she doesn't want to run now. I've, I've, I've looked in on that. You know, people have said it. You know, but put someone up who wants real change. You know, that's what needs to happen. You know, here's the mandate. You know, they signed it. Yep, I'm going to follow this mandate. And when I get in there, these are the things I'm going to do. Big old list that everyone's demanding. All right, well, there you go. There's my mandate. Here I am. You know, I'm going to get Congress to bend to my will somehow. Good luck. Or if not, I'm going to wield my endless amounts of, you know, presidential power to just write some memos and poof. It automatically happens for some reason. You know, that's what happens today. But well, guess what? When you start doing it for change, those on the other side are like, hold on, we don't like that no more. We gotta limit the president, blah, blah, blah. Well, where were you for the last, you know, couple, you know, presidential cycles where, you know, they were just running rampant. No, 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 no. You know, too late to, to change the rules now. Too late to change the rules now if you put someone in who wants real change. That's what I'm talking about. You know, good luck getting that passed. You know, unless they've completely parsonized the courts that much. Right? You want real change, people, there it is. You know, if you listen to anything I say and put it all together, and if I ever make it like a complete diagram, a book about it, you know, it'll make sense. 
It's tough, it's big, but we have tough, big problems. Right? We're on the verge of extinction, people. You know, the environment, the animals, the plants, the forests, like the, the German black forest dying, verge of extinction. The reefs off Australia dying, verge of extinction. The oceans acidifying, the polar ice caps going away, and the methane just leaking out after that. The polar bears swimming and starving to death. I mean, it's ridiculous. And you're all okay with it. Because guess what, people? You're all the 1%. I'd like to remind you of that again. You're all the 1% when it comes to, you know, the conscious beings on this planet. Just running amok, destroying everything. You, know, you need to get your shit together and be the, you know, the purveyors of, you know, the environment. The stewards of, you know, making the world an amazing place instead of just destroying nature endlessly. If you don't do it now, it's going to be too late. See, this is where the rules of law are going to kind of screw you. And why you got to stand up against them. Because every time they do anything, look how long it takes. Right? Every time some major thing comes up, like what was it? The environmental impact of you know, California's emissions control for cars. You know, they challenge that. Now they're going to challenge it in court. How long is that going to take? They're projecting, you know, five years or more. You think you got that kind of time to roll back all these power systems? You're going to try to do it their way. They're just going to slow you up like they do with their paperwork and their money. And you'll never get anything done. It'll be too late. This is why you just, the only way to like cut that in the butt, rescind all laws in 1980. And from there, you know, we can now decide. You know, which ones we want to go with and which ones we don't. Citizens United, easy one. No. We're not bringing that one back. You know, Patriot Act, no. You know, that was like absolutely the opposite of patriotism. You know, they should have called it the Fascist Act because that's what it was. You know, and the list goes on and on, people. I mean, I could sit here all day and just look at it and be like, 80% of this has to go. At least. At least. War on drugs, gone, over. Fish natural, it's legal. You know, build facilities to deal with people who are addicts, because you're always going to get a percentage of people who are addicts. But other than that, it should be legal. You know, cryptocurrency verification to make sure, you know, it is what it is. You know, have safeguards on it. Don't let it run muck like, you know, this whole vaping thing is going on. Have cryptocurrency verification that that is a real product. And make it so that it doesn't work unless it has that cryptocurrency tag. There you go. Your product safety finalized. You get rid of everything else on the market, it doesn't work. But it's like that with everything, right? You gotta make the systems holistic. You gotta give people what they want and freedom, and you gotta be able to fix the problems that happen because of that freedom. You're just making policy that. And we don't like this or that because of the after effects. You know, it, it's not the solution. It's, it's oppression. It's authoritarianism. It's 
not freedom. You know, freedom is giving people the right to hurt themselves. You know, because that's, that's what freedom is. You're responsible for your own actions, and you take responsibility for it. And if you're not doing that, then it's not freedom. You know, that's where the morality of those in charge pull you, because they're like always, oh, because we don't want to infect the children with, you know, the mindset of these people who think you do these kind of things. Hey, you know, children have, are going to be adults eventually, and they too want the right, are going to want the right to decide for themselves. Just like we want the right to decide for ourselves. Because, you know, you got to give people options. Just like with drugs. They go, they go and do bath salts. Bath salts, people. That's fucking crazy powder. Bath salts. And the opium. Because of the painkillers. Because painkillers are legal. And we can kind of sort of get them because they're legal. There you go. That's why we have an opium addiction. Because no one had options. No one had options. And if they do have options, they're stigmatized. They're stigmatized. And if they did have options, you'd have to take care of people who have addictive personalities and still not stigmatize it. You know, that's a hard sell, but, you know, that's what needs to happen. And welcome to a better day where people have a cultural mindset now. You know, this is how people used to think for the longest time, and this is what they fought against the most. They don't want you to think in manner of, you know, truth and honesty and, you know, where is your bond? Right? They don't want you to do that. They want you to, the way they want to use paper and rhetoric and law. You know, that, you know, that's an outdated system. You know, maybe it had its time to bring us where we are. I'm telling you, we need to flip the switch. We need to turn them off and turn us on. And we need to do it now. We need to make a new system. An updated system. A system of, by, and for the people. Directly. Directly. Not chaos, not mob rules. You know, organic leadership. You know, it's, we can utilize the technology for our own benefit, people. But, you know, certain percentage of people are going to be for it, and certain percentage aren't. That's just how it's going to go. I can already tell you that. You know, I'm not naive enough to think, you know, everyone's just going to be like, yeah, let's do that. Right? You know, people are going to, like, tiptoe in it. Some people are like, yeah, that's a great idea. You know, but if you build a system, guess what? If you build it, they will come. Right? If you got something you just go to and make it happen, you just log on and poof. You know, you're changing the world by doing things a different way. Well then hey, you know, let's talk about a lot more people tiptoeing into the, the new way of doing things. You know, and then that pool grows. And then what will they do? What's gonna be the reaction? You know, that's the big question. You know, what's will the rich and powerful really clamp down now? Can they fully replace us with robots and AI? I don't know. You know. Let the drones fly and let's find out. Let's see how good their replacement robots and AIs are. You know, let's see if uh, the truckers of the world will move all their goods. Right? Hey truckers. You know, you got a say in this too. A big say because you're you know, you're like the pumping heart of America. You know, the lifeblood of their system may be money. But you know, shipping goods? Yeah. Trucking. I know. You know, I've been part of that. You know, make it happen. You know, stand united. Not by your unions, but by as an entire 
society. As a society, staying united to a new way. Because if you don't do anything today, man, talk about a tomorrow that's going to be tough to live with. If you can look over the horizon and see the trajectories of all the shit that's going down in America and the world, how the bedrocks of the democracy have been you know, shaken a lot to the point where any sort of vote's going to be called fake pretty soon. You know, talk about ending the way of the world as we know it in America today. You know, which side do you stand on? Ugh. you got to pick a side. It's all you know, those who stand on one side versus all who stand on the other. You know, that's the world they're creating. They want to divide America, absolutely. You know, the left and the right, you know, the haves and have-nots, are really your, your enemy. Who's the enemy? Everyone who, who owns everything. You know, they own it lock, stock, and barrel in one form or another, people. It's not your fellow American who's as poor like you, who's barely making it by. It's the people who made the system like it is. That made a system where you barely survive. You know, they could have made it any way they wanted, but they made it like this. This is a system they chose. You know, this is all they're doing. They run the rhetoric in Congress and they own you know, all the law. They made it like this. They could have prevented your jobs from going overseas by enacting laws against companies doing it. But they didn't. You know, this is all by design. Either that or they're just completely ignorant of what's going on. That's one of the two. This top-down hierarchical system just does not work anymore. It's an outdated system. I don't think they want it to not work. Either they're ignorant and they can't figure out how to make the system work, or they're doing it on purpose. It's one of the two. There is no in-between, because they're the ones in charge. Either they don't know how to run the system properly, or they're doing this on purpose. Now, which one? I'll let you decide. I have my own opinions. But if you want to make change, you know, the past is the past. you got to move on to a better, brighter day. And that means just swiping all this crap right into the garbage. You're picking out the good things, right? You know, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. You'll pick out the gold nuggets of, you know, some of the ideas and, you know, things that are going on here. But a lot of it just needs to go away. You'll come to a new day. Think a different way. And you can have a better tomorrow, today.